Hey there, you're listening to Mama's Mission, a podcast that unpacks the mission of discipling your kids into a real and loving relationship with the Lord while doing all we do in this crazy thing we call mamahood. So if you're looking for a place to get inspired about discipling your kids, get some actual tools to do so, and to make your journey as a mama that little bit simpler, you've come to the right place. I'm Deb and I can't wait to journey with you as we unpack our missions as mamas together. Hey everyone, how you going? Welcome back to Mama's Mission. Here I am sitting in my kitchen with my oven doing its funny little thing again, but you know what? We're just going to go with it. Tonight, Pete has taken Mackenzie to my mum's, mum and dad's. He loves hanging out with her. Like they watch movies together and yeah, it's pretty cool actually. But um, anyway, my mum said, well, while Peter and I are watching a movie, would you like me to have Mackenzie and then she can stay the night? Um, I don't know many parents who are going to say no to that. So instead of going with them to watch a movie like Marvel, which I'm sorry for those Marvel lovers out there, but I'm just not 100% sold on it. I thought, you know what, I'm just going to crack into another episode and let my husband and my mum have a date together. Anyway, in today's episode, we're talking about how to get some God in there on the busy days, something that is um, easier said than done. I'm a firm believer that in order to disciple our darlings effectively, we need to be on the same page as God. And what better way to achieve that by actually spending some time with him? However, we are busy people. It sometimes seems that as soon as the day dawns, we have demands and a to-do list the size of a novel. So how do we get time with God when we are so gosh darn busy? Before I unpack this any further, I want to let you know that it comes down to one thing, being intentional. If you wing it, that could totally work for you. I am a keen follower of totally winging it especially in my teaching at times but there are some things to be said for being intentional. I think with a bit of intention things are likely to be a bit easier. To show you how to get God time and on a busy day I'm going to use a day I had recently as an example. Our typical day at the moment is me homeschooling our daughter And things are pretty cruisy. I mean, we have our events that we need to get out the door for usually each day, but most of the time it's pretty laxed. However, on this day, I had to work. So for those who aren't sure what I do when I'm not homeschooling my daughter is I'm a teacher by profession. So I had to organize things. I had to work. I had to do the mum life, the wife life, you know the drill. Anyway, I started the day in my word. This is so part of my daily routine that I almost can't start the day without this. If you're keen to know more about my daily morning routine, check out episode two, which is my morning time with God. I then journaled for a bit and prayed. I think it's key to mention here, I set my alarm early. (laughs) I know, I know some of you are really not going to want to hear that, but I wanted to set my alarm early. I'm not the kind of person when I'm heading out the door for work to 
set the day off well by missing out on my morning time with the Lord because I'm rushing. I just get frustrated and flustered. That's going to affect the way that I do my job, not in the best way either. So I really want to have that extra time. So I do set my alarm a bit earlier. I gave myself room to have this time. I don't want my alarm to go off and me to only have five minutes to spend with time with God before I rush into the task of the day. For a better day, I need more time. So I set the alarm accordingly. When the time came to get ready, I spent some time listening to podcasts. They're usually related to business, parenting, faith, minimalism. Jeez, I like a range of things. If we're relating this to God though, get in a podcast that will help you in your walk with the Lord. Or better yet, turn some worship music on. So I do this usually as I do the hair and makeup. And it's just like, I don't know, my little thing. I just put my podcast on and just do my thing. It doesn't take that long, but yeah, a nice way to start my morning. It's also important to note that the night before, I had prepared for the day ahead. I knew what I was wearing. Okay, is there anyone else out there that really struggles with this? This can be a serious time killer, figuring out what to wear to work, especially teachers. I mean, it could just be me, but I've really struggled consistently on what to wear to work. And you know, you have those days where you just think nothing looks good enough. So yeah, I struggle. So that's why I plan ahead. I also knew what I would have for lunch so I, and I had packed my daughter's lunch for daycare and her things and my bags were packed as well. I didn't need to worry about the husband because thank goodness he can take care of himself. Anyway, back to the day. Because my daughter woke earlier this day, she had a bit more time to get herself ready. So we were ready about 15 minutes before we need to head out the door. I totally get that this is not the norm for most people, but again, with that bit of intention, we had a bit more time to work with. If she hadn't have woken early, I would have woken her. I'm so not one of these parents that didn't wake their baby, because I did, so it's no surprise that I would wake my five-year-old. With this extra time, I got our daughter's Bible out, and we read through and discussed the story. Actually, If I'm being completely honest, I don't know if I did this in the morning or in the evening. Either way, a quick read of the word was a good way to inject a bit more God in there. Our drive to daycare is only two minutes, but if yours was longer, you could totally use the time in the car to discuss what you had read or something that God had been speaking to you about. I think that it's super important for us to be transparent about our relationship with God to our kids. I share at my daughter's level, of course, what God is teaching me, talking to me about, asking for me to work on. Totally easier said than done. But if we can't do this with our kids, maybe we should be looking at our relationship with God to see if he's speaking to us in the first place. Ooh, I was listening to a podcast the other day by John and Lisa Bevere, and they were talking about how they taught their sons about the Lord and why all four sons, now that they're grown, some with kids of their own, are all walking with the Lord and what was their secret. And they admitted to trying a Bible study and they tried once and it failed utterly miserably. Everyone was upset. 
It was way too structured. It just didn't work. And the one thing that they both agreed on is that they were so transparent with their sons about their walk with the Lord, what he had been talking to them about, what they had read. Um, they were always discussing things with their kids, and that's so what I want to be with Mackenzie, our daughter. Anyway, as I drive to work, it's about 20 minutes, and I spend that 20 minutes praying. I pray for all sorts of things. Most likely, I'll be praying for the day ahead of me, for my husband and daughter and for any other needs. I also just chat randomly to God about things that are on my mind. Like I need to remember to do some photocopying when I get to work. It's not super spiritual. But I believe God wants to be involved in all aspects of my day. I then also listen. If prayer is supposed to be a conversation, I can't do all the talking. Although it sure seems like I do sometimes. I need to make room for God to talk to. Driving and listening is something I've worked on, but it sure does help that the roads I drive to work are country roads with generally good traffic, so my road rage won't interfere with my prayers. And no, I don't pray with my eyes closed and drive at the same time. I did hear that someone used to do that and she was banned by her husband to pray while in the car in the future. Hmm, I wonder why. When we get to work, it can be bummed to the floor or whatever that saying is, as soon as you walk in the door. To help me include God more in my day, I pick something that I can associate prayer with. I once did this every time I drank water, so I would have a brief chat with God. Or, okay, promise not to laugh. I did it every time I had a toilet break and I prayed. In all honesty, God wants to be part of our everyday, so I don't think it offends him when I chat to him while I'm on the loo. Whenever I remember throughout the day, I have a brief chat to God. At times, I get so busy that it can be silence on my end. But on other days, especially the challenging ones, I am chatting to him a whole bunch. On the ride home, I usually either debrief by praying again or... I indulge in another podcast. I need to explain that it's quite rare for me to drive longer distances without my five-year-old chatting to me from the back seat. So I'm using the time I can to get podcasts in. If I've got a goal of listening to 1,000 podcasts this year, I've got to get them in somehow. I know, I know, 1,000 random, but that's just the number I came up with. And what are we in? Beginning of August, and I'm up to like 460-odd, so doing okay. Anyway, once we're home, I don't crack into dinner immediately because, hey, that's the perks of being a reliever and not a full-time teacher. So I spend some time with my girl. I've got worship music on the background, which he loves to sing along to, and we spend some time just hanging out. It's nothing major, it's just usually doing a puzzle or playing with her dolls, or even she ditches me half the time and just goes and plays on her swing. At dinner, which I had organised already, what we were having and got the meat out to defrost, we chat as a family about our day, and then we chat about Christ where we can. One thing we do is we ask each other how you showed Jesus' love to someone else that day. To start with this, we had to give examples to our daughter. So we use examples such as being kind with our words, including others in our play, etc. 
That day I had said that I showed Jesus' love to a challenging student by encouraging them and taking the time to help them when, in all honesty, I didn't really want to. Once our darling is in bed, I had forewarned my husband that I wanted to do a devotional with him. This has never really been a strong point of ours in our almost 13 years of marriage. So I have to get intentional by planning how often I want to do a devotional with Pete, my husband. He was cool with it and we did a quick devotional which led to a more in-depth discussion. I know some of you are kind of like, why would you forewarn your husband? But to be honest, sometimes after a full-on day... When we put Kenzie to bed afterwards, my husband and I, to be honest, just want to veg out in front of our screens. And I find that if I've actually forewarned Pete by saying, hey, this is really important to me, he totally makes the time and it does happen. So, hmm, I guess that word intentional is coming in again. (laughs) And then before bed, I wish I could share with you some fancy nighttime routine, but no. I simply sink into bed and I have another wee chat with God before the land of Z's claim me. As you can tell, there's nothing crazy in how to make time for God in a busy day. A lot of you may think you don't have time. I think we need to make the time. Most of us will make the time for social media, so why not make the time for your creator? I went to a conference recently and... The speaker was talking about, you know, how much time we're spending on our phones, which, yeah, okay, it's quite convicting. And he said, like, in a day, an average person picks up their phone, what, like, something like 2,000 times? And I thought, that is such an overreaction. Like, I highly doubt that's me. And then one day I noticed, you know, even if you're picking your phone up just to check the time or whatever, I was still touching my phone a heck of a lot and it's convicting because i got to say I don't pick up the Bible half as much as I pick up the phone so that's definitely something for me to work on. All I really did was get in the word during my day and I journaled. I filled my spirit with words about him, maybe a bit of worship and a good dose of prayer. I think that's key. You got to involve him in all you do. I am so not the expert on this as there are some days where I seem to have hardly stopped and I'm saying a big fat sorry at the end of the day where it's almost been like God who but I think with a bit of intention that always helps. Thank you so much for listening today. I would love it if you would hit me up on Instagram on a dash of Deb And just let me know what you thought about the episode or share me in your stories, whatever you want to do. Get the word out there. Mamas, we're on a mission to lead our kids to love the Lord. And I totally know that you can do this. That does it for this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to Mama's Mission. And if you like what you heard, it would be awesome if you gave us a review. Catch you next week.